0: If you go, look, I've just invested in this and you show a picture of a nice Ferrari 360 or a Spiker C8, you know, there's a much more of a, oh, wow, that's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, nobody's like, oh, look at my Pfizer stock. <laughs> yeah, the exactly, the last yeah. Year. It's, like I say, it's not, it's not professional. It's just, <laughs> like, I just get chatting. That's but, what it is. Um, so I will say, obviously, I'm here with Dave from The Car Crowd, um, which we can find at carcrowduk, is it, on Instagram? Thecarcrowd.uk. The crowd. the crowd. Or The Car Crowd UK. Right, stuff. fair enough. I'm really, really good at remembering this. kind of <laughs> It's
0: on <laughs> a pad. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: all right, I'll find you. I think I've tagged you in something, that's fine. Um, so all this will be is just opportunity for us to spend half hour just discussing the car crowd mm-hmm. what the car crowd is what it's aiming to do how people can get involved and the plans with it and then a little bit of like a story of how cars have well we met because of cars so it's it's always a nice one just to have cars and connection really yeah cool um, which is what tacona is all about so then it it's on brand yeah um, awesome. so if you want to fire away with just
0: a, an introduction to the car crowd that'd be great uh, okay yeah um so the car crowd is a platform that enables like-minded people whether that be petrol heads or investors, to join together to buy a classic car and then benefit from any future appreciation. So um, I guess the platform's born out of the fact that classic cars have been one of, if not depending on which index, the best performing alternative investment index um, category. Um Night Frank have it hundred and ninety four percent. I think Coots have it nearly two hundred and forty something percent. So it's you know, there's a great return on investment for cars, but you've got to be in a position where you can afford to buy the whole car, where you can afford to store the whole car, maintain it, insure it. And of course, you've got to be knowledgeable, I guess, uh, and have the time to do the research and find out what the best car to buy is. So we have, have tried to create a platform that helps people who maybe can't afford the whole car to be able to afford a fraction, a piece of that car, yeah, uh, and still be able to feel like they're connected to their own classic car collection, but uh, and also benefit from any future appreciation. Um, but not have that sort of massive overhead of, of, of buying, storing, insuring and maintaining the whole thing themselves. So it's classic car ownership without all the hassle. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, obviously the big elephant in the room is always is you don't get to drive the cars. Yeah. Uh, and that's the one that everybody, you know, we, we sort of talk to people. And it's so funny because you get people that are like, well, I've just put £77 in to buy a share in this Ferrari. You know, when can I come and drive it? And so yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, £77 doesn't doesn't even get you a Ferrari for a couple of hours uh, in a rental market, let alone for, you know, for, for something you can jump into. So... You know, the reason we don't know people drive the cars um, is because of the, the, the risk of depreciation. You know, it is first and foremost an investment business. Yeah. So it is classic car ownership in terms of you can come and look at the cars, you can come take photos, you can come and sit in them, have a coffee with us, you can talk to us about them, you can start them up, you can hear them. Um, you know, it's unfortunately, you, know, you, do, you do sacrifice that driving bit. Um, but then a lot of the guys we talk to they've got their own car collections don't drive them you know they're just yeah. paranoid just scared of other people hitting them or worried about taking them out and of course they're worried about depreciation themselves when they own the whole car as well so yeah you know, of it, course it's
1: and a bit yeah having had a lorry hit me and another car hit me in my modern car i would be detrimental like if a classic that i'd invested x amount in expecting it to appreciate had anything happened to it, right? yeah. I mean, yeah, and then just go for of it anything.
0: We just couldn't arrange it, you know. Just, I mean, there's the Peugeot 205 that, that we have now fully funded. There's 64 people, you know, yeah. there's no way you could uh, manage That's Okay, I'll pause the entire time, yeah. So, 64 invested in the Peugeot, and you know, you couldn't manage a calendar where they all got to drive it for a section of time. And of course, like you just said, you know, what happens if one of them then gets it in an accident? You're going to resent that. So, you know, we, we do we do sacrifice of the. The driving part of the ownership but you 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 know, you do got kind of to get still that appreciation aspect of it uh, and the community aspect of it as well
1: yeah of course and we've spoken today while so to kind of give some context as to where we are right now is we're in your location which is going to be growing into storage of the, the investor cars yep. it's going to have like a clubhouse feel to it so that if you join this car community of ownership of these cars there's like a centralized location where you can come have coffee have a look at the cars, be around all the other investors, be part of this like network of, of owners really, which when I look at it from my perspective with Tacona as well is very on brand in community, bringing people together Yeah, in a, an interesting dynamic Definitely. with the, the mindset of this is a, a pool of investors for this appreciating asset. Rather than just this is a load of classic car enthusiasts or interesting car enthusiasts.
0: Yeah, you get get, definitely get the shared interest, I guess, with that. Um, Yeah, we 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 right from a very patchy podcast.
1: (laughs) Pause it twice. So for anyone listening, if it just cuts, it's because I click pause, and then
0: we're back in the room. Sorry, the office is busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, So uh, yeah, there's there's obviously part of the business model and and part of the. I guess the ethos of what we're trying to achieve was was around the community. You know, it wasn't just about having a faceless investment video, uh, faceless investment business. You, know, I've, I've had investments before, and you download an app, and you, you know you can select your risk model, and you you know you have a bit of a, a play with a few of them, and then you're just a number, of, you know, within that app. No one speaks to you. You don't get any guidance or advice, and you certainly don't have any any kind of where you can share um, uh, tips and tactics and stuff like that with with, with, with regards to investments and. I just think it's it's a bit broken it's a bit old school you know we wanted to be a bit more new age if you like and change the way we do you know we don't charge any big um yearly fees like a lot of the platforms you know do when you get five percent growth and then they charge you three percent to manage your portfolio that sort of stuff we don't charge any of that um obviously we don't have we do have sorry physical assets we you know rather than and so people can actually come and see them. And of course we do have this, this community aspect, like you say, where people can share their ideas and help each other to and recommend to us the best next car to buy and stuff like that. You know, everyone gets involved.
1: Yeah, of course. And there's probably not many people that have got a photo of their share on the wall at home. Whereas there's quite a lot of opportunity to have have oh, 205 or spiker or yeah, yeah. It, it makes it a little bit more personable alongside everything that you say with the community.
0: Yeah, definitely. We, we want to do more with the art side of things as well. And, and um, you know, we, we, we're going to be sort of like looking at supplying T-shirts and things like that, and um, we want to we want to enable investors to have quite a few perks. So it's not just about the ownership, evil or the investment, and in, in terms of the share value growing. We also want to give them like here, for example, at the at the, at the clubhouse, you know, they'll get free coffee yeah. whenever you come up to see the cars, free or tea, depending on what your tipple is. Um, so that we, yeah. So again, you know, it's just trying to create something that's a bit more rewarding, a bit more social currency. Yeah, you know, because it's if no one likes it when you try and share a picture of your latest stock page you know on your app and you yeah, to yeah. the pub but if you go look I've just invested in this and you show a picture of a nice Ferrari 360 or a Spiker C8 you know there's a much more of a oh wow that's cool
1: yeah yeah nobody's like oh look at my Pfizer stock <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. like, oh, good yeah. for you brother, well, I've made like 4% were... yield yeah. yeah
0: yeah. I mean the only thing is like crypto Crypto's the the one thing that, that um, you know you do get that social currency aspect too because people go and they say look how much money I've made on X currency, I I I mean I'm very sceptical and I'm worried about cryptocurrencies and, and sort of a risky nature because they're unregulated you know and i want, yeah. want to make sure a lot of my friends that go into it you know, it's just a case of making sure they do their due diligence and research it because if it looks too good to be true and says it's going to return you 500 percent in six months i would be very it's cautious anything like true, that yeah. <laughs> yeah um so you know as long as investors are going into it with their eyes open any you know diversification of your portfolio is definitely a good thing uh, and that's where we want to stand you know we're not, we're not saying take all your money out of your pension and take it all take it all out of your uh, you know your other your other investments and put it in here but if it sits alongside you know a little bit in property a little bit in stocks and shares a little bit in crypto you know why not have now you can have a little bit in, in classic cars as well
1: yeah and it's, it's an interesting way to diversify as well it's adding another avenue to the the routes that you can take yeah. which is is always going to be more fun than just going oh i've invested in another property or yeah I'll absolutely more shares in this or that it, yeah. it makes life a little bit more interesting when people look into I want to get into investing but i don't know what i'm doing like i don't know how banks work i don't know what all those red and green lines mean yeah, on the little yeah. graphs and things like that it's it's a relatively simplified thing you go here is an asset that is currently worth this much and based on trends it's probably going to be worth this much in a yeah. few years that difference we divide by however many people buy yeah. the value of the asset and there you go is your you return but in the meantime you can come to the clubhouse you can meet other like-minded enthusiasts and Investors, you can learn a little bit from people who have diversified portfolios as to how you could diversify your portfolio or what trends to follow and things like that. So it's again that that social aspect really comes
0: into play it is right it's a good entry level it's a good entry way in as well because it's only you know, the moment the Sierra Cosworth is the cheapest share at 59 pounds so yeah. you don't have to bet the house you know it's it's a small amount of ways to go in and in and we have already seen you know people who invest in the Peugeot have come back and bought shares in the Clio and then bought shares in the, the Cosi or the Ferraris and the Spikers you know they, they do you do have this I guess confidence that grows as you get into it and like you say it's quite a simple idea it's Each car's a limited company, it's got a thousand shares, you can buy up to a hundred shares in any car. Um, And then as as you say, as the car goes up in, if the car goes up in value, so too does the share price. Um, And we're also trying to make it liquid. So, um, you know, currently it's an illiquid investment, but we are gonna bring on a secondary market. So you're not like you're tied in for five to 10 years, you know, and you as a shareholder also vote when to sell the car. So you have that control. Every six months we ask you if you wanna sell and if if it's a 51% majority, then we'll sell the car.
1: Right, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, so we try to make it community not just in sort of you know, get to talk to people but actually you as a group of investors that own that car we want you to feel a sense of ownership and togetherness uh, because you have the decision making capability
1: yeah um, it's it's a really interesting and like creative way to get into investment and a really creative thing for car enthusiasts mm. to look into like it's probably not anything anyone considered a possibility before which is obviously why
0: you started doing it well it was done in America I mean it's like the only thing isn't it sometimes sometimes stuff coming from America is really good and sometimes you know stuff coming from America is really bad um, but you know we saw we saw I, saw I was over in the States and I saw this this uh, Ferrari Testarossa being advertised on it was like having was on TV no it wasn't it was in a magazine in the hotel lobby right um, and it was just the most specio, you know single flying wind mirror um, Ferrari Testarossa absolutely gorgeous and it, and it literally didn't, it? the headline was just, you know, own, own a piece of Ferrari history for, um, I think at the sale price at the time, was like $120 or something. And and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And being, obviously, in financial services and having a bit of an investment portfolio at the time, I was like, that's really interesting. And I read up on it and it was Rally Road. And they'd started to offer shares in in this exact thing, fractional ownership of, of classic cars. Yeah. And they'd add, they had Ferrari, Tesla, they'd had VW Z8, I think. Um, they had a few different, well, a few various different cars. Um, and I couldn't buy a share because I wasn't a US citizen. Yep. Um, and I pretty much came back and about a month later quit my job and said, I'm going to start this business here because <laughs> I just thought it's such a good idea. And I was frustrated in financial services. I've always loved cars. So I thought, well, why can't I bring those two things together? And then realised that it was going to cost basically the size of a four-bedroom detached house to just get enough lawyer fees. Well, that's a four-bedroom detached house up here in Nottingham. It's sure. yeah, yeah, not yeah, even yeah, a four-bedroom no. detached down, in, London, area, yeah, down no, in Harvard. No, let's put it in context. But yeah, no, yeah, we spent a lot of money um, getting the right regulatory business plan, the right legal backing so that we could make it accessible to everyone. It wasn't just reserved for high net worth and sophisticated investors like a lot of investment products are. Yeah. I didn't want there to be a five grand minimum investment type cap like a loads of investment platforms have because I know... Lots of people don't have that much money, but they still want to have some sort of investment portfolio, and they also love cars. So, uh, you know, we took a long time to do that, but you know, we did get to a place where we did that, which was really good. So, yeah, it was, it was. um I guess it was sort of, sort of slightly. It was copied from America in terms of the basic, basic premise of it, but then adapted to the UK because you know the regulation over here is a lot stricter. Yeah, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> well, it is a good thing. It's all about protecting the consumer, isn't it? So, yeah, but uh, um, it, it, it's,
1: it's, it's a great idea, and it's something that hopefully piques a lot of interest and as it grows and becomes more commonplace it's it's got the potential to be a little bit less gimmicky than the bloody buy a ticket and maybe you'll win a nice car thing it's a yeah. tangible asset the, the caveat difference is or well, you might be able to drive the audi s3 that you've spent 50 quid on tickets for versus well, you own part of this. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of a.
0: It's much safer. Yeah, I mean, I, I just it baffles me though how people are willing to pay fifty quid. You know, I know best of the best are great, and people like that. Um, some of the like the Silverstone ones and the Dream Car Giveaway guys. You know, those people are reputable. But there's so many pop-up ones that you know, yeah. especially during lockdown, there was just some guy in a shed. They'd never had the car, just photographing it, and then
1: just if know, we get enough to pay for the car, I'll buy it. Right? Yeah, sort of thing. <laughs> and, and
0: you know, and enough people were like. Willing to chuck money into that the tickets you know you've got to be aware and be cautious of those sorts of things. That's why we went for the regulation to sort of give people the confidence. But yeah, I mean those they all have a place. You know, some people want to punt on on, on it and want to feel lucky, which is great. With us, it's a slightly different model because it's an investment as opposed to a Can't competition, be. if you like. But yeah. we do have some cool stuff. So we've got you know, the, the drive products that we're looking at doing next year. Isn't so much about investment. That's more about people clubbing together to own a car and drive it. Yeah. But that will be much much smaller, more expensive. So. You'll probably have um, somewhere between 10 and 15 investors in one car yeah. so that we can manage a calendar so you can get your two weeks a year in it. Well, if you go for 12, then you can have
1: it a month each.
0: Yeah, but you need the winter won't be quite so interesting with the sports cars True. and it needs maintenance in between each time. Yeah. So we're probably looking at guaranteeing two weeks, I think, Right. Um, for everybody. Um, and then you just take that over a calendar. Yeah. So you go, right, I want my, you want peak days, mid, mid-range and then off-peak. Um, so you'll have a number of set peak days so you can guarantee to get like you know whatever we do a 360 convertible or something like that um, you, know, you can buy that for 55 grand 60 grand yeah. for one with 40,000 miles on um, it's got good history and then uh, you drive it for a guaranteed peak weekend a year so you can have it for your for your whatever wedding or for you know going down to, to the seaside or whatever spending some some weekend away but then you also get another sort of 10 to 12 days outside of that across the off peak size, so maybe an Easter weekend or an autumn weekend. and yeah. you, can, you can spread it out across the year. So you manage that sort of timeshare aspect of the car. But the premise is that after three years, the, the car will be sold. Yeah. And although we would have, you, you as a collective group of investors, would have put mileage on the car, that over three years, that car should have also carried on appreciating. Yeah. So we're hoping that the sort of 5% depreciation you'd see from putting miles on it are offset by the 5% appreciation that's on it. Um, and then we'll just charge an overall fee um, for the storage, the insurance, and the maintenance over that three years, and manage the calendar. Yep. And then pretty much give everything back to the investor. So the hope is that you can pretty much run a car for three years. Or,
1: oh.
0: oh, is he? Oh, he's early. That's I know, all right. We've got fish. So yeah, fire away whenever you're ready. Um, so the plan is yes that you can, um, or the first people that are investing in that car and timeship that car will be able to own that car over three years. And at the end of three years, get all their money back. Yeah. So it will cost them less than it would cost them to rent a car for a weekend to have that car. But there's no premise of investment in that one. It's just literally for the driving experience. Yeah. yeah. So we're hoping to make it as, as as cheap as possible, if you like, or as, as reasonably cost as efficient as possible. And we're really gonna aim that at like Londoners, you know, people who live in the centre of London that would love a supercar and can afford a supercar. But they've got nowhere to store it, insure it or whatever. So yeah. this would be a good option. You know, Put a storage unit somewhere towards the north, north side of London or maybe west side of London, like Brentford area. Um, Duke of London would be perfect. Uh, for yeah, exactly. space right. off him, off Merlin. Um, and yeah, they go out. So go out, get the train out, collect the car, buzz off for the weekend, have a great fun in it, come back, You know, reservice it, wash it, validate it for the next person. The next person takes it the next weekend. And we just you just keep going through that. And then, yeah, your know, five grand investment that you put in. At the end of three years, you get your five grand back.
1: Well, it's, it sounds like a like a low risk supercar ownership. Yeah, it's
0: it's kind of like the P1 club and all those those guys that do the P1 club. But obviously, you have no sense of ownership with those guys. Yeah. So with those you, you know, you pay your two, three, four thousand pounds a month. Um, I mean, like them, auto event, auto Vendi, kind of of yeah. Thing. And it's a great model for the super rich and the elite, and you know, they get they get community benefits and perks as well because there's all these dinners and galas and stuff. Yeah, there. yeah. I think it unlocks a whole world, you know, which is which is fantastic for the uber rich. But you know, we thought thinking actually maybe. You know, part of the reason that model is so expensive is because there's quite a large depreciation on these hypercars that everyone's driving. Um, you know, no one wants a 25,000 miles under. No. You only want a 2,000 miles under or, 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 you know, or less. So I think they do depreciate those cars quite, quite heavily. And obviously they're having to fund that depreciation via the membership fees yeah whereas our view with this one is okay you don't have a range of cars to drive like you do with the p1 or whatever the p1. you stick to one car you've invested in but if you love a ferrari 430 for example yeah, yeah we buy one for 60 grand um you know that's that's 10 people paying 6k each at the end of it the car's gone up a bit in value but it's also depreciated a bit in value because of the mileage so actually still looking at, at sixty thousand 000 pounds get so your you're money getting out. six grand back uh, and then we you know, we just um, as the car crowd take a small um, a fee on top, but you know that, if that if that fee ten percent, that would be six hundred quid for you to have a car over three years. And to rent a Ferrari for a weekend would be six hundred quid anyway. So yeah, exactly. Um, Plus,
1: then you don't have to worry about like. Having to replace a clutch at 14,000 miles and the cost associated with
0: that. Yeah, that, exactly, you're crowdfunding it, right? So you know, there's 10 of you, you all share the cost of doing the servicing and, and, and stuff. So if you are having to do a cam belt service once, which you will have to do in, within three years on, the, on that sort of Ferrari, you know, you're looking at two grand, yeah. but actually you're looking at 200 quid towards that because you haven't got to the whole bill. That's cheaper than it costs to service the 86 yeah yeah and, and you can still rock up to your mate's wedding at it you know? yeah. and of course the next weekend when you don't rock up in it and they say where's the ferrari you can be like oh well, you know what these ferraris are like it's in the garage or it's on like a trickle charge. yeah yeah there might have been a bit gonna... of moisture in the air so, yeah right? it was gonna rain and, yeah, they'll never know it's not your car yeah. um but yeah there's no there's no investment side to that but but that's definitely a product we looked at i mean even even from an insurance perspective um well you and 10 mates can all chip in you could do it, and you can just share I a car between all of it. Yeah, I mean, that—that's that, the beauty of the platform. You know, we've got it. We've already got some people that have joined together to own a catering Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's seven or eight of them, and there's another guy as well who's down in Southampton who's got. Um, I've never seen him, never met him, but um, we put an Audi R eight onto the platform just for him and his group of people. The email addresses that he gave us, so, so that they can so all buy a Yeah, it's just a private little group, and they go through exactly the same legal structure. Um, and they have a limited company that's set up and they own Audi R8, you know, between them. Because I think he had, he was, had like six mates that he knew, or five mates because there were six of them. And then uh, he want two more people. One of his mates wanted to bring two other people on board. and He's like, I don't know these people. So it stopped from being this kind of like friendly mates agreement where they were really like high school friends. Yeah. To being like, actually, there's two randoms from this guy's work. I don't know. So they wanted more legal protection. Um, and a lawyer charges three, four grand to draw up a contract like that. <laughs> Whereas you know we we can just we make an arrangement based on the value of the carpet. Yeah. Um, you know it, it was it was less than a thousand quid in the end that we charged them to do it. So. Do you do that often? It's the only one we've done. Oh, um, it's an avenue to explore. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It's just like we haven't marketed and we haven't thought about it out there. But yeah, it was one of the guys that approached this. I was down in Cornwall, but I think I think he must have approached this. Um, must have seen this at one of the probably Supercar Fest. I think. Right. Um. See, uh, the Supercar Fest. Well, you yeah. were ourselves, Silverstone No, that was Supercar Fest at the runway. Oh right, yeah, the runway yeah. one. And I think he approached us there, um, or found our details in that there. Um, nah, I mean, yeah, there's, 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 there's lots of different avenues the platform could go down, you know, yeah. we talk about four before with different, different assets as well, with, you know, putting a watch on there or a wine on there. We've got the virtual reality garage coming as well, so if you can't physically get here, we've got virtual reality renders of all the cars. That's pretty cool. That's
1: a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah. So what's the current fleet? What's the current range that people can get involved with? Fleets,
0: yeah. Um, We can get involved in. um, So uh, people have missed out on the Peugeot um, 205 GTI, 1.6 GTI. That's 64 people own that now. That's just on a 5.8% return on investment in six months. Brilliant. um, Which is bad. Um, The Clio V6, that's been fully funded as well. Um, I mean, I, we haven't got a valuation of that yet, but that's uh, just—I was just literally just funded about two weeks ago, and um, I mean, we, we we funded it at thirty thousand pound a share. I, mean, I don't think there's one for sale under forty grand at the moment in the UK. Right. So, I mean, you could be looking at a serious ROI on that. That could be a thirty forty percent percent yeah, um, yeah. You know, over the first next next few months. So that's 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 that those two are done, and then we've got the Ferrari three hundred and sixty, um, which is my favourite from an investment perspective because it's. 22,000 miles two previous ferrari car owners yeah uh full service history um it's it was detailed every time it went back into the garage by the, the, the guy's neighbor who was a professional car detailer he used to put steering wheel covers on it seat covers on it it's got so every, it's pristine then all the leather books tool books i mean we've got a challenge Shredale in the unit as well alongside the 360 in the storage unit and um they look like the two different coloured cars because, the, honestly, the Rosso Corsa Red on R360, the one that's felt for investment, is just so deep and beautiful. And yeah, then the challenge yeah. flying next to it, it's done 50,000 miles, looks a bit... Uh, right. And you just, just realise how paint can change. But it, and how it changes a car. But, yeah, that 360, is, when it comes here, it's going to be amazing um, to see it under the lights and stuff. Yeah. Um, then we've got the um, everybody's 80s favourite, the Sierra Cosworth. Yep. Uh, 40,000 mile, two-owner car um it's known well by the rs owners club it was the one that tiffany Dell drove in top gear oh nice i think like the late 80s he did a com- comparison between this the normal road going three-door sierra cosworth and the rs 500 yeah uh and he drives up to the track up to the touring car one uh in his uh in, the, in, the, in our three-door um sierra cosworth oh fantastic so d888 oko is the registration if anyone wants to look at that <laughs> and uh, see that clip on on youtube um, and that has been in a private collection. Unfortunately, I think the guy uh, who owned it, you know, was, was, was not well enough to drive it. So wanted to move it on and sell it and let somebody else kind of, you know, enjoy it. Liked our model because, you know, it wasn't just another collector getting it and then it was going to go into, uh, you know, into a random um, storage unit with nobody else available to see it. It was going to be enjoyed by lots of other people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, I think he quite liked the idea of people really, you know, getting to experience it and enjoy it and coming to see it. So, yeah, that's that's available for funding now. Uh, it's nearly forty percent funded, I think. So, a few more shares to go. In that one, uh, and then the, the Spiker C Eight, the, the the Dutch supercar, um, which is one of eight in the world, right-hand drive spiders, one of two hundred and sixty-five Spikers in the world. Um, We've we've got that one slightly different take on that one because that's um, not available to to be imported to America at the moment. Yeah, when they hit 25 years old, they're obviously emission exempt, and then they can go over as classic cars. Uh, and chassis number one of the Spiker C8s was made in 2000, so 2025 will be the first year they can go over. So we're a bit ahead of that curve, but yeah, um, you know, I think investing now it's still going to have a bit of appreciation, and then uh, the thought is when the UK, U.S. market opens up, you know, that demand is huge. The supply is tiny because there's only 265 in the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, so therefore, you know, the value of those spikers will start to, to hopefully increase quite quickly. Fingers
1: crossed they do an R34 GTR and just fly off. Well, that's it, isn't it? You
0: know, that's where we're basing it on. You know, any of those. You know, look at the Nissan Silvers as well now and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. They're all um, and as well as yeah, as you say, the um, the spikers. Sorry, the uh, R34s Skylines have just gone absolutely nuts. You know, from it's, 25, 30 grand to over 100k. I mean, you know, four times. It's crazy.
1: Like, but if, it makes
0: sense, right? You know, you're opening the market up to what. You know, 130 million people, 100 million petrol heads like over in the US. Something ridiculous like that. And, and, you know, there's only a certain number of these cars and they've all watched them and that's the thing, you have to pick the cars that have got popular culture status over there. Yeah. yeah. They've either been in computer games or they've been in films uh, or TV Fast shows. Fast and Furious. Just and it's it, just Fast and Furious. You know. and, just our, and our spiker was the car that was in the Fast and the Furious 6 uh, in the background. Yeah. It was one of, the, one of those cars. In um, the London scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. S P Y I T. It was Spy, it was the number plate, I think. No, was it? I might have been S P 8 K R at the time. Spy it was the number plate then. Um, and then, um, you know, it's also been in Jet Lee's War. It's been in Basic Instinct 2. Oh, no. Got both the headline cars. It was headline cars in both those films. Um, so it's it's got a bit of pop culture for it it's been in the Gumball Rally so it's been featured in the Gumball, film, Gumball um, 3000 films from Max Manning Cooper. Cooper yeah. so there's yeah, a bit of pop culture about it which is why I think you know, there'll be quite a lot of demand and of course you can't rock up to a Beverly Hills you know, mansion at the moment in uh, in a spiker, but you can in a Ferrari or a Lamborghini and look like every other rich person in Beverly Hills. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody's seen the McLarens and the Ferraris yeah, and that. Yeah. Nobody's seen one of these. Nobody's
0: seen one. So the hope is, uh, we, we don't know, and there's no guarantees obviously with any investment. But um, you know, the signs are there that it could be could be a really, you know, it could be going to, to some serious um, appreciation in the next sort of two three years as they start getting ready to go to be shipped to America.
1: Well, oh, fingers crossed. Because you nice know, to be ahead of that curve it and be. be part of it as it grows. Cause yeah. It's, would you say it's got a lot of potential there,
0: and then the last one, my favourite, I think, from a uh, just from a nostalgia perspective, is the Mini Cooper S. Um, so it's it's not an old school; it's a BMW first one, two thousand and three. Oh right, BMW Mini Cooper S. Uh, so first the L fifty three supercharged, supercharged. Yeah, it's obviously gunmetal grey, the right colour. Yeah. Um, with the with the with the eight boat wheels. Um, it's one of the first factory certificated John Cooper Works ones. Oh, wow. So before they released the proper John Cooper Works model that you could buy for a dealership, they did these add-on kits that were dealership fitted and you got a little factory fit certificate. Oh, wow. I didn't even know about them. Yeah, they're numbered certificates. Um, So I think we've got, I can't remember what number, I think number 600 and something of like 900 and something certificated ones. Yeah. So it's quite a rare car and it's only on 34,000 miles from new to well one family owner, um, I think it's three owners in total. But what two of those owners in the same family? And then uh, another owner, um, and we just picked that up. So that'll be going on the on the on the platform for like seven pounds a share. Um that's you, think, you know, it? yeah, exactly. So seven grand, and then uh, you know that that's got chance to double its money. I think in a few years' time, you know, I think those those sorts of early two thousands cars. They're, got, starting become, they're starting to become got, you know, 205
1: gti of the early 2000s now well that's right? it and that's
0: it's it. exactly what we're looking at now you know the, like the 90s the 90s cars that are already going shooting up in value you know, we look at look at anything like a uh, nova gtes or yeah um like you say that like, you know h reg 205 gti from 1990 those sorts of cars have just gone absolutely mental so you know we're we're trying to be ahead of that that next curve if you like and that's one of the reasons why we're picking some of the 2000s cars because we're just staying a little bit ahead of the curve rather than buying at the top of the appreciation curve and
1: yeah of course you want to be at the bottom as it goes you want to up people and hold on you? To it, really, yeah.
0: you want you want you want to have that car that everyone said oh god you, you know, god they were only about three grand like five years ago well, yeah, yeah oh, there's either. so many of them it's Certainly. like mark
1: one mx5 so i was looking at them when i was like 18 and they're like five six hundred quid yeah and i was like if i could get insured on one i would have one and then i never bought one and now they're like four or five grand yeah me. and then i had a mini i had an old mini and I paid 850 quid for it and I was like great I got my own minute and it kept breaking and I kept fixing it and then it got nicked and now it'd be worth like five six
0: times what I paid for it easily easily and it doesn't matter whether you're buying cars at 500 quid and they become worth two and a half grand or you're buying them at 25 grand and they become worth 100 grand you know I think the percentage return is still the same it's just your level yeah. of appetite in terms of investment um and yes, yeah, spreading that risk with us because you can put five grand across four different cars
1: rather than having to rather than having raccoons. to buy
0: yeah to put five grand into one car that may or may not appreciate
1: um, yeah yeah um, so. and that makes sense or oh, I'm hoping my little Renault
0: yeah we will do yeah, well, I can guarantee it won't go down in value
1: no because I bought it as cheap as it could be
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know. and
1: I've welded it so it's actually better than it was my <laughs> yeah.
0: car that's it, isn't it and it depends when you get your pleasure you know and, and, and yeah, it's not for everyone some people love I, I mean the way I see it is it's, you know, it doesn't replace your own classic car collection this model you know by all means people should definitely have classic cars and drive them because there's nothing better um, and you should buy the right one, and you should buy the one that makes you smile. And you should, you know, and if you if you do buy the right one, and you look after it correctly. You shouldn't lose any cash. Um, and whether that's because you want to restore one and maintain it, or whether it's because you just want to have Sunday driving in an open top sports car, whatever it is, definitely can still do that. But if you also know about cars that are going to go up in value, and you fancy dabbling in something different, yeah, uh, and you fancy joining a community of people that think like you, and you know that that also have a shared interest in a certain car or a certain thing, then then hopefully you know we're, we'll be will be the one for you to have fantastic okay.
1: well normally i'd say let's have a conversation exploring a connection story but i think we're at the half hour mark so we might as well kind of wrap it up at that point okay and we can always sit down and do a video when the spike well, that's here and when this is all open we we'll us do a that. do a proper one where we can have a a bit of an extended chat but it's quite a nice little opportunity as it gives me an excuse to come up to nottingham and see my family to yeah, pop yeah. in say hello grab a bit of food and have a look at how you're getting on with what is gonna be a very cool location. And
0: obviously if you're an investor you get free coffee as well next time you come.
1: Exactly. So I'm just gonna buy a share in that
0: mini. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right, so mini <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might uh, have to limit that mini share to one one free coffee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well no,
1: it's 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 very promising, it's a very interesting idea and I think there's a lot of potential for it. And it's it's gonna be a a very cool location to come and visit with some very interesting cars inside. Yeah. And a very cool concept to to explore further and get get like involved with hopefully when i sell a few more t-shirts
0: well mate i mean that's it we can stop we've got the little shop downstairs as well so we can stock some of the t-shirts yeah, stock you know. is we've, for me. great we've said some of that about the brand inside doing some doing some cars and coffee or some events as well so
1: yeah exactly i think there's a lot of opportunity to to get align on. a car crowd with a car community sounds quite easy to match up with one another
0: oh definitely well, that's what we want to be about you know we, i think we have a lot of shared interest it's just are we're, we're on a slightly different yeah, you're you know, ten like,
1: years older than me, that's
0: what I mean. <laughs> well, we're on a slightly different journey as well, aren't we? You know, because we're on the, the investment side and it's yep. a slightly different ethos, you know, we are we do talk about the community, but at the end of the day we're an investment business that wants to make, you know, our investors some money. Whereas I think, you know, you wanna you wanna do stuff for good and I think that's fantastic. And yeah, it, it's, if we it's, can help on that we
1: will. It's a different business structure. Um, yours is obviously very much of almost like a financial services is, product rather than a, a car product. Yeah. Which is an important thing for people that like look to get involved to understand is that this is a financial services product, it's not a like a you can buy and own a classic car in that sense because you're not, it's not in your shed and you take it out and suddenly no, you exactly. clean on it. Right, this is an investment opportunity but it happens to be something you're interested in and it's cool and it gives you the opportunity to come and be around the product and the thing and the people around it and yeah. make some friends and be involved rather than, what i'm doing which is let's come and be part of this community that happens to like cars yes and use that community to to help one another Makes sense. so as you say it's slightly different angles but different angles with a similar centralized aspect ethos yeah coming in um but no i appreciate the time sitting down i'll hopefully be able to edit all the different bits that we had to stop for out i might just leave them in I like doing that bit. I, it makes it a little bit more interesting a bit. Well, like it was
0: definitely it was definitely real, isn't it? Um, cool.
1: But it, it wasn't recording for the hour that we weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just um, hear about the cheeky pig. Yeah. <laughs>